I'm Ben Clunt. And I'm Stephen Brown. We're two entrepreneurial professionals based in Spokane, Washington. Join us on our journey to make 2019 the most prosperous of our lives. We'll bear all as we strive to improve all aspects of our business and our health and fitness, as well as our relationships personally and professionally. We aim to offer impactful insight into our business and personal lives. We'll share the good, the bad, and the ugly throughout our journey. With the ultimate goal of our business and fitness being in the best shape of our lives at the close of 2019. You are listening to the Ordinary to Extraordinary Podcast. Microphones are hot and we're live, Ben. Oh, lively and hot. Man, what a fun weekend. It was a fun weekend. I, I don't know about you, but <laughs> I have not cried so hard in my life from laughter. Yep. So at least it's been a long time. Ben and I attended a charity poker tournament for a local soccer team. Uh, we've got connections to the team on multiple levels, actually. And we invited some of our friends. And we actually had a Saturday night where we had fun playing poker, we did some other gambling, ate some good food, and then literally sat around crying, laughing, telling stories (laughs) with our buddies one of those nights. And those guys shall (laughs) remain nameless. As will some of the topics. Yes. (laughs) For liability reasons. We certainly don't want anybody to get divorced based on what we were talking about. (laughs) Patrick. (laughs) What happened to staying nameless? They don't know his last name. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Ben and I had a a good Uh, weekend. Let's see, Friday night. What did I do Friday? I just, oh, it snowed Friday. It was nasty. I had some pizza and laid low on Friday. Nice. Ben and I both worked out. If you follow our social media, you would have seen me working out with company, but not Ben. And then Ben working out with a goofy face, and he hates that I posted that picture. Yeah, that was supposed to be part of a group chat, just being funny, and of course it made it uh, made it on the uh, the Instagram. So thanks for that, Stephen. I we couldn't appreciate resist. That. You send me bad pictures, I'm going to share them, dude. Oh, good to know. I'll, I'll remember that for the future. If you have bad pictures of me, go ahead. But I'm like Barney Stinson, though. Oh gosh, <laughs> you sleep in silk jammies <laughs> with a tie on. Yep, it's a cravat. Oh, excuse me. Oh, I don't even know how to, what that means. Yeah, but probably enough gibbering about our weekend. Although, I mean, we're here to talk about what we're doing and how we do it and so on and so forth. We're here for another one of our little accountability sessions, just chat about what's going on, what random thoughts we have. I noticed that on Ben went over this with me beforehand on his notes, he's asking me a lot of questions. I think he likes doing that. Only one section of five do I ask you any questions, actually. <laughs> I actually have more about sharing than questions, but which I'm not sure that's a good thing or not. But no, I've been enjoying these accountability updates, so just wanted to say that. And we're trying to figure out some ways maybe that we can incorporate the listeners a little more. So we'll have maybe a a call to action uh, at the end of this. But uh, just wanted to start off. Stephen and I had mentioned a few accountability episodes ago that we were going to do a micro event. And we've done nothing with that so far (laughs) as he's making a grimacing face over there i am pretty sure about two or three occasions i've said let's get moving on this and you've said yep and then we just haven't done anything with it so let's are you trying to pass the buck not at all i'm (laughs) going to say this in the interest of accountability by friday this week which would be what date the first of march yeah first of march 2019 
Ben and I will have our account, or sorry, our uh, micro event at least tentatively planned and details, and we'll probably share them on on a podcast. We'll probably make it a month out or so. So yeah, done. I like it. So Look at that. Already being accountable. We're making it happen. If we talk about it, we got to do it, right? I like it. That was kind of the the theory on Saturday night as well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for some of us, <laughs> for some of us, you want to jump into uh, maybe the workout side and then the business side. Yeah, let's let's talk. Talk about fitness. phase two and let's transitioning into and that. So yeah, so we did phase one for pretty much most of December, all of January, and the first week in February, and then for the last two weeks, was it two weeks or one week we did high reps. So Good the one. idea was to build familiarity. Uh, in and around the weights so then we did a which was phase one one week of high reps with slightly lower weights we were working at about 70 percent of what we would normally lift for 10 to 12 reps so we went 70 percent and we went 18 to 20 reps which sucks i liked it burn and then last week i don't know how much of this ben did but last week we went for three to five reps so we're working at about 125 to 130 percent of what you would normally do for eight to ten reps and i actually was able to set some prs in terms of what i was pushing for three to five reps and i was really pleased with it were you able to do that on any of the days ben no why not Because I had a had an excuse of not having someone to spot me that you said is a lame excuse, I guess. Yeah, because there's always tons of people at the gym that you can ask. Yeah, and I still don't like talking to people at the gym. That's the whole gym fatigue thing I was mentioning and something I got to figure out how to work through is I'm not a fan of the gym. And I ebbs and flows. Sometimes I can really talk myself into going and not having a problem and getting a nice routine and it's just, and it's just happening, right? And then there's other times where I'm like, ugh, I don't want to go to the gym and have to walk around with sweaty people all over and i'm kind of a, a private person when it comes to my workouts i guess i don't know why but i'm just figuring out a little more it's kind of like oh that's uh i don't like i don't like this big sweaty dude next to me i don't like that <laughs> you are the big sweaty dude next to the people <laughs> <laughs> which i also don't like <laughs> i don't um, like people smelling me what the heck <laughs> well i'll say this we're about to start phase two and basically, I'm going to do it on a one-week split, and Ben will do it on a two-week split because he's only going to go to the gym three days a week, uh, which is fine. It's absolutely fine. He's also going to do some uh, uh, non-resistance training. Some cardio. Some cardio. Yeah. Basically, what phase two is now, instead of being on the bro split where you work one exercise group or one exor- one muscle group per day, today was chest and triceps for me and ben's going to go and do it next and then we'll do back and biceps and we'll do shoulders and legs and it's still a six day split for me so one week but ben will basically separate out the six day split over 12 days at the gym since he's going to do three days a week at the gym and he's nodding and i'm hoping he understands it but i'll make sure it's broken down for him (laughs) so (laughs) that's just Um, what i was told to do when i got married (laughs) just nod and yes (laughs) Yes. If you say yes to everything, I'll start making some outlandish claims here. Um, <laughs> well, I'm not that stupid. But yeah, phase two is about to start. So phase two is just two muscle groups, a little bit more in terms of we're still doing resistance training. We're still doing eight to 10 reps. Uh, if we can, we'll get up to 12. So we'll call it eight to 12 reps. Mm-hmm. And long story short, 
when you're working the two muscle groups, you can superset things. It should be a bit more of an aerobic workout as well. Uh, we should see the calories burnt. I track it on my watch. Ben doesn't like the, the watches. But we should see more calories burnt because there's less rest time in between, which you said last week you didn't like the rest time. I don't like the rest time. So, I like the more aerobic. Yeah. Well, and I'm also, it's like I like to get into the gym. If I got to go to the gym, I like to get into the gym, get my workout done, not dilly-dally and get out. I'm not one for hanging out at the gym and chatting with people. That's what coffee shops are for or a beer at the bar. But uh, so part of this was, and Stephen mentioned it, that I'm going to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday at the gym. And so I'll, I'll be honest, some weeks that'll change. Some weeks I'll have to go to the gym on a Tuesday because my Wednesday is slammed. Uh, that's just going to be how it works out, and I'll flip-flop my cardio days with those. Uh, but the whole idea is finding something that you're – is a little bit out of your comfort zone, right? So it's like going to the gym is a little bit out of my comfort zone. I'm still doing it three days a week, but also something that you can actually maintain and do. So for me, that three days a week at the gym, uh, I can do. My wife is able to watch our son on Mondays and Friday mornings, and then on my way home from work on Wednesdays, I can go hit up the gym. So I've found times that work for my schedule, uh, at least 90% of the time that'll work for my schedule that I know I'm able to go and do. Um, And then on... I guess it'll be Tuesday and Thursday. I will do my cardio at home. I've got an elliptical at home, and I like to push myself on that a little bit. And I kind of, in a way, superset that with push-ups and crunches at home. So I'll actually run for three songs is how I do it when I'm listening to music. I run pretty hard for three songs, do my push-ups, three songs, push-ups, three songs, push-ups. And that has worked well for me because I get a little rest break, breaks up the repetition of the cardio. Uh, but also get a little, 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 little bit of strength training in there. That's good. It's actually a form of hit training that that's keeping your your intensity high. I like it. Yeah. Technically, the push ups are rest time, but you're still working in your rest time. So, yeah. And I, I pointed out to Ben we were at a Boy Scout breakfast, a fundraiser the other day, and I pointed out to him that his uh, the buttons on his shirt didn't look like they were going to pop off and take an eye out, and he's he's looking good in a shirt. Are you looking? Are you sizing me up right now? I can... Sizing you up. <laughs> But and then the last thing just for me was uh, working out on the weekends, so doing something fun. So if it's at, if we're at the lake, getting up behind the boat, going skiing, uh, maybe jumping on a mountain bike, going riding, which I invited Steven to go mountain biking. Oh, my gosh, you should have seen his response. He asked if we rented a helicopter to drop him off at the top of the mountain so he could just coast down the hill. <laughs> I'm all about going fast in the fun part of mountain biking, but who in the right mind actually wants to get on a bike and climb up a hill? They have something wrong with them, those people. Like, they're not to be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about three of my brothers right now, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and a bunch of my friends. So your blood. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't trust people that find that enjoyable. I'm sorry. If there's not a ball running or chasing anything or, or going fast, is, is kind of a... But even to that point, you've been doing a little cardio at the gym with this lady friend of yours. I've been doing cardio, not just because of her. I go back in the evenings and do cardio with or without, but um, yeah, it's been nice to have some company. So you're doing morning workout and evening workout? Not every day, but okay. yeah, I probably do two a days, two to three times a week at least. Yeah, that's a lot, man. That's a lot. Yeah. That's more um, than most people are even working out. Well, it, it's... Uh, the other thing is with my second gym membership... I can go to the Planet Fitness on the north side and they have these uh, hydro massage beds and I swear I feel like a god afterwards. I stand up and I just feel amazing. Maybe we'll have to try that one of these days. Yeah, I can take it to guest anytime. I'll take you along. We should do that one of these mornings. Yeah. So 
yeah, the, the, I think the fitness stuff is going well. I'm seeing I'm seeing results on my end. Yeah, I was es- going to ask, especially with uh, with what I'm able to lift, and it's. I, I was actually talking the other day to Emma. There you go. I used her name, and the lady friend. <laughs> she asked what my goal was, and she said, "Do you want to get bigger?" And I said, "Well, kinda. I want to be lean, but really freaking strong." And it's kind of that fine line because I can lift a lot right now and it's the getting lean part. The getting lean part means I have to really trim down my diet. So Hmm. I have prepped food this week. I'm not a fan of doing this. I feel like sometimes when I prep food, usually stuff comes up in the work week and I end up throwing a bunch of the food away because I don't get to eat it all and I'm not going to eat something that's three or four days old. So yeah, prepped food and we'll see how it goes. I'm also really really on the clock now because i've got two weeks between now and when i'm in new york and i don't want my mom telling me i'm fat um <laughs> which i'm not but <laughs> thanks mom <laughs> she uh she pointed out last time i was with her in october in chicago she said do you ever do anything for your lower body she's like you're really big up top and your mom called you out <laughs> and i hear that a lot it's funny because uh, one of one of our buddies on saturday night at the poker tournament said i looked like grew he's like yeah you're like this triangle you got these super broad shoulders and then this little waist <laughs> i think my mom noticed that as well but i think there's also a gap in my mom's fitness knowledge so i'm not going to put too much uh weight on moms <laughs> yeah we'll put too much credence into that so goal wise though how are you doing i mean we set kind of body fat we kind of shared some of that where you wanted to get down to now that you're doing the two a days that's probably starting to you're starting to see some of that really come through well, to be honest i haven't seen i mean i'm what did i measure in at 217 so i'm probably four or five pounds lighter than that right now which is a healthy walking weight yeah. for me like 212 213 my ideal weight would be just about 200 somewhere between 198 203 and i there's always that five pound fluctuation i mean i can go to the bathroom and lose three pounds um (laughs) sorry ben you can picture that so yeah and there's uh there's days where i've been really conscious of my energy levels um so I'm, i'm trying to eat more but eat stuff that's not gonna bloat me yeah so yeah I think I'm doing well. But how are you? I guess part of it is too, is like we've said weight can be a bad indicator kind of of how you're doing, right? It's like, mm-hmm. hey, I can look in the mirror and I can see that my gut's down and my arms are bigger. It's like, are you seeing that? You're feeling that? Like you feel like, hey, I'm not pinching two inches. Now I'm just pinching an inch, right? I feel athletic. I feel better than I felt Sweet. athletically. So I walked into the gym the other day after training, picked the ball up. And this is on the South Hill gym where the hoops are a little higher, by the way. They're like 10 foot and two inches and I threw the ball down, I can still dunk. So normally it would take me playing for a while, warming up and maybe just getting there and I felt really comfortable dunking. So yeah, so on that, since we're talking about it, um, I have, <laughs> I actually wrote a note. I've got, I was able to do squats for the first time in a long time in the gym. And this is from Romwad from Range of Motion Workout of the Day. I did a, a, a shout out on the social media about this. I was really struggling with shoulder range of motion I couldn't get my arms back on the bar and now I can do that and do full squats. I was doing goblet squats and front squats before and now I can do back squats hmm. and feel really comfortable with it actually and really pushing a lot of weight. I was surprised what I was able to do on Friday um, or Thursday, Thursday's leg day. And then Emerging Leaders Society of Spokane released a 3v3 basketball tournament. Um, oh. So if any of them are listening to this, 
I probably Are you going to take on Brooke Baker Spink? Well, I was at the gym and I was right next to one of my friends, Adam Jackson. He's with Mountain West Bank and he's a good basketball player. And I asked another guy who's going to be on the podcast here soon, Tyler Dickerhoof, if he would play and he was going to be in Florida. So basically we ended up recruiting two other guys with Adam. And I'm the short one on the team at six foot one. We have six foot eight, six foot seven, and six foot six. Oh. And I'm the short one Ooh. at six foot one. So we called our team short stack, and we think we're going to basically sandbag everybody and win in the competitive division. One of them also played basketball at the University of Washington, so he's not a slouch. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're going to play in a 3v3 tournament here the night before I go to New York on the March the 14th. So I'll keep everybody posted on that and have some fun with it. But yeah, I'm I'm feeling good, feeling athletic. I like it. Yeah, I I want to ask Ben, and this is something that we talk about time blocking. So I want to ask Ben, how generous are you with your time to other professionals? And I'm talking maybe people that you might never do a lick of business with. If somebody calls and asks you for your time, what what are your criteria there? Mm, and after I'm, you answer, I want to quantify why I'm I asked. Too generous. Okay. Is like. Even today, I mean, this was a friend of mine, right? Just calling for some uh, old friend. I haven't talked to him in years. Called asking some financial-related questions. You know, just want to run a few things by you type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I get that from... But not pay you for it, right? No. I get that from a bunch of people, right? And it's... I only get paid, I guess I should say, I only get paid when I manage somebody's money. I don't get paid necessarily just for sharing advice. Uh, I should, but... That's just not how our industry works. I get paid when I actually have the client's account and I'm actually trading it and doing, uh, making them money. So, yeah, I, I give too much of my time probably. Okay. And Tim and I were actually talking about this today, which is funny that you say that because we were like, I think some of the most successful people are the people that learn to say no. Mm-hmm. They, they say no to more things than they say yes to. Well, see, this is really interesting to me. So I listen to a bunch of podcasts. So my morning time, Essentially, when I leave the gym, I'm walking the dog, I'm doing things around the house. And a lot of times, when even when I'm just doing laundry, or I, I don't watch a lot of TV except maybe yeah. before I go to sleep or even on weekends. But one of the podcasts I listen to is three marginally successful guys in their fields. And they were basically saying that they never, ever give anybody time unless there's money in it for them. And it kind of confused me because I am generous with my time as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to mentor, I'm happy to give advice. And I've been blessed. I, f- I think a lot of people seek me out in certain situations because I'm a pretty upbeat, positive guy. And for the most part, I give good advice. It's been interesting to me. I've been asking people this all week. You know, your time, how, how important is it? And I wonder if there's such a thing as being too generous with your time. So these guys basically don't give anybody time unless it's monetized for them. And I, I just thought it was a, a kind of a, a bad way for them to look at it. So I appreciate that you say you're too pre- you're too generous with it and dialing it back a little bit. But obviously the polar opposite of that is not giving your time to other people or being available. You know, I think if you asked uh, if he was still around, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, Zuckerberg, or any of Jeff Bezos, anybody that's successful, they do like to mentor people and they like to help people get ahead as well. So it's a fine line, and I agree that you have to say no, but I was just curious about that. It was something well, that was on my mind, you know? Go to Tyler Lafferty, who we interviewed a little bit ago, and he shared some of his things that he does, involved the boards he's on, mm-hmm. his employees who he's helped start other companies. Like, that's not making him money, right? That's not putting more money in his pocket. 
but he's an incredibly successful guy and has done really well for himself. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you can say, but I think the other thing is it's like you got to know what fills your cup, right? Yeah. For these guys, it's like if that doesn't fill your cup, then fine. Focus on making more money if that's really what truly fills your cup. But it's like I think a lot of us get some joy and satisfaction out of helping others and donating our time. So mm-hmm. that, that's an interesting topic. Well, it got me to thinking, and I was talking to one of my uh, one of my mentors about this. And when I say he's actually in my company, but not on my team, and just somebody that I lean on quite often, you know. And then he asked me like, "What three words would you like to be known for?" And I don't, you just, no laughing in the back, okay? But the three words that I came up with were kindness, gratitude, and empathy. And Ben, I don't know what that face is if you're trying not to laugh, but those are the three things that I would love people to know me for. And the reason I, I chose those three is because I think kindness can come on so many levels, right? Including giving your time, mm-hmm. um, you know, we had a fundraiser here with SYP in December and I was adamant that there's more ways for all of you young professionals to give back than to write a big check. Some of you aren't in that spot yet and a lot of them ended up finding ways that their company can donate time, whether it be resources or showing up and helping or or just doing a tour and learning how they can help. But it, it ended up, I got a lot of good feedback. So I think kindness comes in many, many ways. And a lot of us think the only way to be kind is to give money. So, you know, I do want to be generous with my time. And that's kind of where this time question came from. And obviously gratitude. And, you know, if I think if you're grateful for everything you have, then there's always going to be more down the line. And then empathy. I think this is probably the one I struggle with the most is it's easy to be empathetic verbally. But are you truly empathetic to how people are feeling and what their situation is and you know, obviously very different from sympathy. It's uh, it's it's sometimes hard for me to s- sort of climb up on the fence and go, okay, I can see both sides. And we talked about this before yeah, when I yeah. said that you you sometimes sit on the fence. But empathy is definitely something that I'd like to, to well, get to. Because I'm probably the opposite of you in that regard, mm-hmm. where it's like I can, I, can, I can see both sides too. It's like we were talking about... Uh, and I'm not going to say what just because I'm on the, on the board, so I better watch what I say. Particular topic, and Stephen was basically saying I needed to take a hard line. It's like, but I can see both sides. I can see why someone would want that for their, you know, for their family, and I could see why somebody might want it in yeah. a different way. So it is hard. No, and I don't think there's always a right answer. And sometimes you got to pick your battles, right? and decide what it is that you really want to stand for. And is it morally unjust or is it just so wrong that you need to stand for it? Is there something that maybe you can get past and move on and realize why somebody might want that? Yeah. And then the next part of this, so this is all kind of the same thought, but I kept on just, I get inside my own head way too much. I think a lot. The average interaction with people on a day-to-day basis, whether it be work or passing by or saying hi to people is three minutes and I can't remember where I read that I think it was in an article on LinkedIn Hmm. but your average interaction when you just say hey how are you what's new what you got going on is three minutes if you have three minutes of somebody's attention are you negative positive or neutral right is everything bland because if everything's bland the next time that person sees you they don't want to be around you Mm -hmm. for two to three minutes right if you're a soul sucker and if it's negative you're kind of ruining that person's two to three minutes with you. So 
I guess what I'm saying is I'm being hyper conscious of trying to make all of my interactions positive. Um, and I'm going to tell a story from Wisconsin. Mark Smith, if you're listening to this, uh, I'm calling you out here. This guy, we would go for coffee, we would go to the Y, we would do things. This is one of my very first host families when I first came to America. Anytime someone said, how's your day? Excuse the language, you would say, best goddamn day of my life. And I loved it. And I'd, I'd forgotten all about it until really, really recently when we connected again on the phone and chatted for a long time. I think we need more of that. I, th- I definitely want to be conscious of that. So if you're with me and I'm sucking the life out of you or if I'm being negative, which I don't think happens very often, I want you to call me out and hold me accountable. And I'll do the same for Ben. I think it's easy for us to sort of, you know, oh, I'm tired, I'm busy, I don't know how I'm going to fit this in. And I think there's another way to look at this and go, I tell you what, I'm busy, but things are good. I'm blessed, you know. So, yeah, I'm kind of rambling. I'm, Ben's kind of... <laughs> not interrupting me because that's one of his accountability things but like you said every now and again i need interrupted <laughs> i was just gonna wait and see if you'd catch a hint <laughs> yeah <laughs> well these are unscripted so, so steven told me that some people out there think that i interrupt too much <laughs> not sure who those assholes are <laughs> don't edit that out either steven okay i will leave it right there i'm glad that you're standing for something ben it, uh, but no, that's something I'm working on too. It's and I, I notice I do it in meetings occasionally too. So it's 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 good to to know when it's like okay, maybe I do, maybe I need to check myself on that a little bit too. Yeah. But so thank you to those assholes that are holding me accountable to that. <laughs> Stephen rolls his Way eyes. Way to alienate our entire listening audience. <laughs> All of you do. All of you think that. <laughs> Great. I kid. I kid. Great. Oh, I'm gonna go home now. <laughs> and cry. <laughs> All right. What but, have you got in your list, Ben? What else should we well, talk about today? we talked about, about some of it, but some of it, it was uh, jumping into business now. We've talked about fitness a, a good deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll start off just because you talked a lot there and I didn't interrupt you for a while. So <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> I know. And I figured you'd jump in and you can hold me accountable to things that maybe I've said and haven't done yet. But uh, And he might slap me here because this is one of those three minutes I was like, I, th- I think I've mentioned before, it's like business ebbs and flows, right? There's times where we feel really good and we're on a roll with things and uh, it's just coming through the door. And then there's times where you feel tired and for some reason, whatever reason it is, business just doesn't seem to be coming in. I'll be honest, this first month and a half of the year has been a weird start to a year for me. It's probably one of the slowest, I guess probably not the slowest, but one of the slowest starts to a calendar year that I've had in terms of new assets in the door. But it's also been one of the greatest number of people saying, hey, I've given your name to so-and-so. Hey, I've given your name to so-and-so. I mean, I have a list of 10 to 12 people where uh, I've been told that my name's been shared with them for financial advising purposes. And uh, some of my centers of influence I've had to have discussions with and say, hey, instead of giving people my name, can you please just do an email introduction with me on the email and them so I can follow up? And at least they feel some pressure to respond, even if it's with a no. So they're not out there in limbo land and I'm not sitting there feeling like I'm doing a bad job of getting these people to engage. That's actually something you do really well and I'll let you continue. I didn't want to interrupt, but you do that better than probably 90% of people I've ever met. 
do what, what the email what introduction to yeah hey i thought you should know steven here's steven's email he'll be in touch yeah and i can even say it's most of the time what it is is steven will be on the email the business owner will be on the email and i think email introductions are awesome because you get all the parties involved but all i say in there is like hey steven i wanted you to meet jane jane's a business owner not sure if you guys would be able to do business together in the long run but you're both good people and i think it'd be really beneficial for you to know each other hope you can grab coffee or lunch and just chat about each other's business i mean you really can't have too big of a network and you can't know too many good people uh and then you know it's up to them to go and schedule that lunch or coffee and and take it from there but i mean it's my job to get my friends and people who i think are doing a good job for my clients and colleagues and friends a foot in the door right Mm -hmm. so yeah that's great um but yeah as far as the business side goes gotten more names than ever before so asked for the email introductions and funny thing is i did that with one of my coi's and he didn't respond when i asked him to do email introductions going forward i'm like oh man maybe i overstepped and then a week later i got uh, an email introduction to a, a great client of seven figure prospect basically uh so a million dollars plus and uh haven't heard back on the email yet so we'll see how this works out maybe this is something we can talk about next time but it uh is basically that i got the email introduction and haven't heard back but i followed up again today so we'll see it gives me an opportunity to follow up with the prospect so the point I'm trying to make with all of that really is with your COIs, you got to shape how you want to be introduced. They need to understand what your business is and what is the most effective method to introduce you. And then secondly, with the fatigue portion of that, sometimes just being tired and knowing that your business is cyclical, uh, sometimes it's just going through the actions, right? Doing the things that you know produce the fruit. So I know that's the things that I've had to do is like, hey, I know that I'm tired and it's going to be a hard week, but I need to show up and I need to just continue to do the things and make the calls, knowing that eventually this client is going to say yes and we're going to have a good relationship. I love that. I think it's important that you teach people how to teach people what you want and how you want it rather than just hoping that they know exactly what you do and how you do it. And take that time to spend and teach just keep reteaching until they get it and ask them to do the same for you because that Mm -hmm. way it's a it's a reciprocal relationship right so on the business side for me i have actually had a really great start to the year i had uh, january taken care of opposite this year i had january taken care of early and then near the end of january the company threw out an incentive for what we call an early win so if you have your numbers on the board by the 15th of the month or before then they give you extra incentive. So me, I was able to do that. So now when I'm in Denver next week at what we call the Diamond Conference where Peyton Manning is going to talk and a whole bunch of other speakers, uh, hopefully I get to meet Peyton Manning too. I get to pick a prize, like an electronic prize. Could get an Apple computer, could get Beats headphones, could get a Chromebook. Um, but yeah, some, some pretty cool prizes. So this year started really well and I've got a lot of really great prospects on the line. I actually have a... A person I work with in the attack position about to launch a franchise, which means hmm. that there could oh, yeah. be forty to fifty locations over the next year or so. And uh be in big. a pretty interesting vertical that I won't talk about just now, but it's not weed, I'll say that. But it's uh it's definitely gonna be a big year for me, uh, if things play out the way they're supposed to. No pun intended with that, since <laughs> I know what you're talking about. A big year. <laughs> so um one of the things I want to throw at Ben, and I'm going to really push this, is there's mm. a, there's another Nike, there's another podcast, 
and I, I hear it's bad practice to to talk about other podcasts that are good on your podcast but i'm all about sharing oh, um yeah. i'm obviously a big nike fan that we've talked about before but they have a podcast called trained and the guy that hosts it is ryan j flaherty and i'm going to tag him and all of this stuff and make sure he knows we talked about him because i'd love to have him on our podcast but the five facets <laughs> Stephen of, would also like some free nike swag i don't need free nike swag i have enough <laughs> but i will never admit to saying that <laughs> especially not when it's recorded <laughs> but the five facets that they say to wellness are sleep nutrition mm. recovery mindset and movement and this podcast like focuses on those and he's had some amazing guests obviously nike are very well connected so it's 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 only a 30 minute long podcast they had ariana huffington on there talking about the importance of sleep they've had just amazing amazing guests so check it out it's called trained by nike and like i said i'm going to tag ryan j flaherty and know that he, let him know that we talked about him here he's a he's an amazing guy super switched on one of the best trainers on earth so I don't know that I have anything else for today. I, I've got some notes, but... Um, yeah, I was going to say, I'm getting to the end of my notes here, but we could do our call to action if you wanted to and then wrap up. Yeah, what's our call to action? Part of it was just like, hey, what are ways that we can engage you guys a little more as the listener? And part of this accountability, we had one of our, our friends that was actually there Saturday night reach out to us about like, hey, can I start working out with you guys? Uh, I need that accountability, right? It's like, man, that's interesting. It, maybe there's a way for some of you that aren't necessarily going to get to work with us from a business standpoint, aren't necessarily going to get to work out with us in the gym, but that we can hold you accountable. What are the things you need to be held accountable to and for? So feel free to shoot us a text, shoot us an email, Instagram or Facebook message. Let us know the things that you want to be held accountable for. And then uh, on our next accountability session, we'll do a shout out and we'll see if you're being accountable or not. And we'll share your accountability, uh, whatever it was you wanted to be held accountable for. We'll share it on here uh, unless you don't want us to. Let, <laughs> please let us know that. And then uh, we'll follow up with you and see if you're actually doing it. I love it. That goes for business owners as well. If you're a gym owner, and you want us to come in and train your gym and give you a shout out and see what you're doing well, like what we like, what we didn't like. Yeah. Happy to do that as well. I do have a goal, and I've mentioned it before. I want to train at every gym in Spokane. Oh wow! So that's quite the quite the goal. There's a they're coming uh, popping up and closing as quick as. <laughs> yep, I have a few to go. So, <laughs> if you guys want to help with that, if you've got a connection, or if there's a you know if there's a chance to come and train at your gym as a one-off, or maybe even put a spotlight on your gym and what you're doing and how you're doing it, yeah, I would love that. Ben will come along as well. We're learning, man. <laughs> it's all about learning. I also want to just throw this out to Ben as a <laughs> possible future topic. Uh, on our millennial chat, Ben said he really supported the whole. Um, you can be anything you want to be thing and I think we've got an entire topic there where Ben and I will disagree which is uh, is interesting and by that I just mean I think that statement you can do anything you want to do lacks context a lot of times yeah so I don't disagree yeah well um, I guess we should say uh, until the next in. time be good to yourselves and to each other and check us out on Facebook, Instagram at O2EJourney. O, the number two, E Journey. Please like us and listen. Boom. Subscribe. The boom <laughs> is mine. I boom. <laughs> boom. <laughs> and out. <laughs> boom. Yeah, you can be the greatest
can be the best You can be the King Kong banging on your chest You can beat the world, you can beat the war You can talk to God, go banging on his door You can throw your hands up, you can beat the clock You can move a mountain, you can break rocks You can be a master, don't wait for luck Dedicate yourself and you can find yourself Straight through hell with a smile You could be the hero, you could get the gold Breaking all the records they thought never could be broke Yeah, do it for your people, do it for your pride And you're never gonna know if you never even try Do it for your country, do it for your name Cause there gonna be a day when you're Yeah. Come on. 